everyone and welcome to another episode of the bearded horror review my name is dan aka the boogeyman and i don't know why i keep calling myself that it feels weird and on today's episode it's going to be a bit different i've got a special guest today um neil how are you doing i'm good mate how are you yeah i'm not bad not bad at all um like i said i've i'm just kind of a bit mind blown still from the announcement that you just put up uh so it's weird being a mad horror fan and working for a horror convention at the same time. Yeah, I can imagine it's kind of like... Yeah, it's it's weird, yeah. I mean, I can imagine it's like it's like when you're a kid and you think, oh, what I want my dream job to be this, and then you pretty much get to do it. Yeah, it's it's it'll never, ever sit right with me because it's just... Obviously, I never thought... I've queued up for some of these people for hours yeah. at conventions myself, and now I get to work with them. It's I like so when we announced um, Elisa Sutherland from Evil Dead Rise, mm. we literally made the announcements. I made I posted the announcements on the page from the car park of the cinema <laughs> as I was about to walk in the cinema and watch Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an actual proper fangirl moment almost. Oh, it's it's just like. You just as soon as I watched the film, I was like, "Yes, that's a good book, and people are gonna love it." Oh, hundred so, percent. I think even before the film came out, she was already an icon. Yeah, the, the Vikings is a big series, and a few other things she's done. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, before we get going, maybe uh, people who don't know who you are might want to know who you are. <laughs> so yeah, basically, I'm Neil Hibbert. I work for Monopoly Events, who also do for the Love of Horror. Which is a big horror convention in Manchester. Um, just check out, out on all the socials for the Love of Horror, and I also co-host for the Love of Horror Live, which is basically a live show we do every two weeks, just an hour of horror and like talk about what's happening with the convention and maybe a little review and just basically just chat to other horror fans live. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a few of your lives. I've got to say, I mean, it's great. It's 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 really great to just it's it's kind of thing you just sit there and you see the amount of people that are just super excited to just hear anything that you've got to announce about guests mainly or what's coming up. It's so hard to sit on them. I, I love speaking to people as well. So yeah. when I know things and people, I get asked a lot, and obviously I, don't, I, I make jokes about things. But like I had to sit on Tim Curry for like two months. <laughs> You I know, wouldn't be able to do it. People. I know. I'd have a heart attack. I, I don't know how you do it. Oh, it's. It, I'm a professional now, so <laughs> I'm a lot more like, you know, blase about it. But um, again, it's the only thing that frustrates me is the idiots you get. You get that in any fandom, but like you know, you get people there moaning on the internet when I know what's coming, and I'm like, chill out. Like the events nine months away, and you're complaining yeah. already. You know. Oh yeah, like. You- it's it's hard because I can imagine you want to be like I want to tell you just so you stop moaning, but also like actually maybe you deserve to wait if you're going to moan that much. Yeah, plus they have to be done right by the company. Yeah. Contracts have to be signed. You know, mm. it has to be done in the correct way. Yeah, because as you yeah. were saying before we started recording, uh, I was asking I don't know how you do it, and you were saying it, it's some people just think we just 
just go for it and it's not that simple yeah like there's a big team you know, you just see me me and me co-host a lot because we do the show. Mm. But obviously, we, we've got a book and sky that, you know, we, we all discuss who we're going to get. Yeah. And then we go on to them and speak to agents and on a very rare occasion, speak to the guests themselves. But then, obviously, it's a negotiation and like anything else. And then once everyone's happy, let's get that contract signed and get you announced. Yeah, because, like, for them, it's it's a job like anything else. Like, they, they need to know they're getting paid and getting what they're supposed to be doing and how long they're supposed to be doing it for. Exactly. It's like it's like it's when people start moaning for free things off them. It's like, do you go to work for free? <laughs> you know, would you fly across the world and work for free? So why do you expect someone else to? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I even had it with this podcast. I mean, I've not been doing it for long, but I, I set up a Patreon, as you know. It's just there to give, like, a little boost if people want to. Um, but they're still getting the podcast for free. But I'm like, oh, put, I said, I've put a few things on the Patreon extra if you want it. And someone had to go at me for putting things behind a paywall. People will always do that. <laughs> that that's what I've learned now. No matter what you do, yeah. someone is going to be sitting there waiting to drag you down. <laughs> I just laugh it off because they yeah. the won't get to your face in no, person. No. So no, no, they never will. Everybody's a warrior behind the keyboard, so... Oh yeah, the the biggest weapon in the world nowadays is a keyboard. It is a frightening place, the internet. <laughs> I know, well, and we, we put ourselves that, on there. Yeah, exactly. And if we didn't have the internet, we wouldn't be doing what we do now. No, exactly. I mean, I I kind of love the internet and I hate it at the same time. Gets the amount of creators and things I've seen with people, and like even for, like, for the love of horror, I didn't even I wouldn't have known it wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for the internet. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. it's also full of assholes. <laughs> what are you going to do? Everywhere is. It's just the internet's bigger, so there's more assholes. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to ask you a few questions because I know yourself, you are a big horror fan. You're not just one of those that works for Monopoly. Um, I always want curious about people in horror. Like, what got you into horror? Like, what was your first experience with horror? I remember watching The Lost Boys on a New Year's Eve we went to a New Year's Eve party, and obviously we were only young, very young. Yeah. So we were sat upstairs, you know, all the young ones, and we put the Lost Boys on. Obviously, at the start, as a fair, so we're like, oh, you know, very naive, thinking, oh, what's this? And I say, you know, vampires mm. everywhere, and you know, when, when we were walking home, I was scared of the like, you know, I was trying <laughs> to stay in the light, and I thought, I actually quite like the feel of being uncomfortable. And yeah, I think it, I think it just rolled from there, and then. The fascination with horror films started. Yeah, you know? I I think a lot of people have a similar story that they got scared, but then they found out they liked it. Yes, we're a weird bunch, are we as humans? <laughs> just just a turn. Yeah. I mean, the Lost Boys is as a as a new one. I've never heard anyone say the Lost Boys was their first proper horror it's before. First memory. It probably wasn't the first one I watched. Hmm. But as soon as I think back, it's probably me. Or oh, actually, there's two. So. We watched um, original Dawn of the Dead, which is my favourite ever film. Nice. And I used to have a sliding door. And okay. I remember my so my granddad tried to play play a prank on me and my friend. So we started making zombie noises outside the door, pull the door across, and obviously, you know, where I'm from, <laughs> I guess it was a baseball bat over the end. <laughs> <laughs> Your so, brain drunk. <laughs> so that that's always stuck with me as well. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, I've probably stuck with him as well for a while. <laughs> a little bit of a bump. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. So, there from there, you've got your horror love, the Lost Boys, Dawn of the Dead. That's fantastic. But then 
How did you get involved with Monopoly and For Love of Horror then? So I've been going to conventions as a fan since 2014, maybe 15. Hmm. Um, and then I started work for a convention called Weekend of the Dead, which hmm. is a lot of people, it's still very small. It's a George Romero-focused one in Manchester. Yeah, but okay. it has some fantastic guests, obscure guests. It's a real small family vibe to it. So I've been with them for a while. Uh, and then I I just went to a meeting with Monopoly. They have a volunteer meeting. For, mm. I don't think, yeah, actually, yeah, I remember. So here's the funny story. So I was in work. I worked for Jaguar Land Rover as my normal job. Mm. And I remember just looking on the internet with a tool in my hand. And I see Danny Strejo had been announced for a show called For the Love of Horror for the first year in 2018. So mm. I threw my tools in the air. Everyone's got that, like, looked at me you work with, and I've got that excited, booked tickets instantly. And then a couple of weeks down the line, I've seen a thing, do you want to come and work for Monopoly? I volunteer. So I went to the meeting, didn't know anybody, uh, got talking to a guy mm. outside, uh, he just asked about what I did, and, and he was like, oh, you sound like someone I need. I was like, oh, what? I said, oh, I'm Andy, I own a company, which is Andy Cleek, who's the uh, CEO of Monopoly Events. Nice. Uh, and then that conversation changed my life, basically. And wow. next thing you know, obviously I just worked for the Love of Horror 2018. Then I said, I'm like, I'm a, you know, can I get more involved with the horror show? Because that's mm. my passion and my knowledge base. And he said, yes. And then obviously I come a lot more important part of the horror team. And then we just, it just went from there. And next thing you know, we've got a Lost Boys reunion, a Saw reunion, um, Bill Mosley, Unfortunately, we did have Sid Haig, but he passed just before the convention, yeah. which was heartbreaking. And then 2019 completely blew up. We had Tim Capello playing. And then for the law, obviously, I don't think there's an argument, but I think for the law of horror, overnight went from a, a convention to the biggest horror convention outside of America. Yeah. Stack our convention up against Dead of Street in America as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was the Tim Capello one that that's where I first came into contact with for love of horror yeah so many people were talking about it online it was just kind of it just you couldn't escape it if you were a horror fan and in the horror community in the uk everybody was talking about that kind of announcement so yeah and i i know i was talking to people the day that don't really like horror who have heard of the for the love of horror it's the crossover we always try and get because like last year i couldn't tell you a single slipknot song but a new cody <laughs> taylor was going to be a big big booking and yeah. proved us right and you know obviously we had them even performing on a friday night that's the beauty of film horror we have a saturday after party as well and it's like a festival vibe the whole weekend the the q and a's are rammed you know everyone's just it is the atmosphere is incredible yeah i mean i agree i mean i've i've been looking at i actually have never been to the full of a horror i keep trying to go um, but for various reasons, I've not been able to go since I heard about it in 2019. I am going this year. I have just, I am okay. definitely going. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm going to the after party as well. Like, I was like, in for a penny, in for a pound, I may as well. You've got to do the whole weekend, absolutely. exactly. Whole hog, and um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've already started to speak to people who are going because so I'm going to go on my own. And I already yeah. speak to people that say. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the amount of people that said, "Oh, just come join us, come come hang out with us for the for the mm -hmm. day or whatever," it's just it's this huge community vibe that you don't really get in other kind of conventions. 
Yeah, that that's the beauty. Horror fans are ninety nine percent good people, mm. you know, and we we we're, we're all there for the same thing, you know. So it's 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 basically it's a, a safe place to escape everyday life, and that's what yeah. you want. At the end of the day, it's a, it's a convention. You're still gonna have to queue up for photos and autographs, yeah. but obviously we add so much to it, like set builds, you know, photo ops, set photos, costume photo ops. We try to just make it as much as more as we can. They're just standing in a queue. Yeah, you know? I mean, from what I've seen, I I know a lot of people that have been, and one of the things that draws me to it, the reason I want to go so much, is all of that. It's all the extra stuff. It's not just meeting these actors and actresses. And I myself, like, not to, to put it down, but I'm six foot three, and the amount of times I've met actors and actresses, and they're like five foot four, and it just kind of spoils it yeah. in my head just a little bit so the rest of the stuff i mean it'd be great to meet people and talk to them but the all the other stuff the creators and the stalls and the small shops and stuff that you have there and the cosplayers as well the ho- obviously we have a lot of cosplay a lot of events but the horror one just obviously because it's my it's my jam yeah you know i, I might cosplay the after party for the change oh yeah what are you thinking <laughs> oh it's gonna be a surprise it's gonna be a surprise <laughs> see but, I don't take myself seriously and I haven't got an ego, so I can absolutely laugh at myself. So yeah. it's going to be something a bit funny. Oh, good. Then you won't mind the rest of us laughing at you as well. I, I'll embrace it. <laughs> good if you to didn't know. see me, so I don't host the panels at the convention. I'll leave that hmm. to Ben Fennell and Tony Earnshaw, hmm. best team out there. But Dog Soldiers is a massive one for me. So me and Ben hosted that together and I ran on the stage throwing curly whirlies at people. That was my <laughs> intro to the main stage. Incredible. Oh, I absolutely love Dog Soldiers. It's That's one of my favourite films. I got asked the other day, name all your favourite films, spelling your name. Dog Soldiers is number one. I, I can't yeah. get over it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> even then, like the, the upcoming ones you've got this year, it's incredible. Each year it seems to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, each year I sit there and go, how are we going to top this? What, what can the team pull off mm. to top last year? You know, without bringing the same... Obviously, we have Tinker Pello back, but, mm. you know, year on year, we seem to pull it off. But, you know, or, like, in the future, we can bring back, like, a guest with different people to create a little bit of a different reunion. Because mm. we book so many guests, it's, you know, you run through people very quick. Yeah. You I know, mean, I- I mean, that's the problem is that's the great thing about horror is though so much of it comes out. Like we've got a Saw 10, we've got Friday Night, Five Nights at Freddy's coming out yeah. in just a few months. So you're always going to have more people because horror just keeps growing. Yeah, and there's so many different um, genres and fandoms and yeah. franchises we could dip into, you yeah. know, so... I mean, yeah, I mean, I myself am an 80s slasher guy. I love 80s yeah, slashes. But I know people that are just more like, oh, yeah, I like psychological horrors or I like supernatural horrors. So yeah, Elevated horror, as you like to call yeah, it now. I hate that phrase so yeah. much. I, I hate the films as well, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Not my yeah. at all. I actually, um, I'm going to be doing an episode on Midsummer uh, soon because a friend of mine, she loves it and I hate it. I despise it. <laughs> and honest to God, I just, no, not for me. I am so glad that you agree, that someone finally agrees with me about Midsummer. I just don't see it. 
I don't. Nothing about it. Nothing oh, about it's it. It's just it's just a bunch of people being assholes and being sad for like two hours. I know. We we me and Ben hosted the horror film festival. Uh, hmm. I forgot who was. We got invited to host it, so we watched the film. And I was so glad that none of the cast or crew were there because it was the worst film. So all the people we were with looked at me after the first five minutes. Ennis Men, it's called. Right. I, honestly, I was just sat there like it, it was basically about plants growing. Right. Okay. It was, it was the weirdest. So I sat there thinking, how am I going to, you know, blag this in front of all these people? And I sat there. And I looked at everyone, and they were all looking at me. And I looked at Ben, and I was like, there's no cast and crew here, is there? It's a safe space to talk. Because obviously, no <laughs> one has shit on the film. And I said, did anyone enjoy that? And not one person said, yeah. I went, thank fuck for that. I can just I can just, I can just, go, what the hell, you know? Gig. And then we ended up having like an hour discussion about elevated horror. Yeah. <laughs> and I was one hate of it. Oh, I, I, it's just the name itself. If it wasn't called Elevated Horror... I don't think I'd be as annoyed, but it's it sounds just, like oh, it's horror that's better than your horror. Like, no, it's not. Fuck off. Yeah, it's just pe- people again. Always, people are always trying to one up you. Yeah? yeah, you know. Yeah, they're always trying to do something better or say, "Oh, well, my." It's the kind of it's it's the horror it's the horror movie version of dad of well, my dad could beat up your dad. That's how it yeah. sounds in my head. Yeah, it's like. I did made a mistake on any of the pages, a spell a mistake or something. Like someone was like, Oh, Tom Morgan didn't play Jason, he played Roy. I'm like, actually, he played hallucination, Jason. You know, if you want to start trying to one up me, I'll be you. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> he's actually credited on IMDB as hallucination Jason. Yeah. The well, key in the post is Jason. And then he deleted <laughs> the comments. I'm like, why do you just have to try and be that person? Yeah. You know, don't be that guy. Just, just yeah. say it to yourself. Think you better go. Oh, well, actually, it's not that. And then just walk away. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah it's one thing that grinds me gears is people's <laughs> snidey comments on Facebook announcements because the guests of the agents do read it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm surprised. Like, if you don't like it, if I if I go to the Aston and see something I don't like, I don't feel the need to complain. Yeah, you know, as you said before about your Patreon, no one's forcing you to do that. No one's forcing no. to. to you know, do your Patreon. No one's forcing you to buy a ticket for that guest. No, don't have to. You know. It's the same thing. I, I don't know if you've had this experience before. We're both bearded men. I've yes. once had someone walk up to me. I've had a few times. Someone walks up to me and just went, I don't like beards. Like just right to yeah. me. I'd never, I didn't want speaking to them. They just walked up to me. And I just want you to know, I don't like beards. So, well, well it's not for you. Picture. Yeah, it's like, it's on my face. You can, you don't have to have it. Fuck off. Yeah. I, I, if that was me, I'd just, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, I could talk about beards and all stuff all day, but I wanted to, because obviously you get a lot of guests there and stuff like that, but, yeah. and you, you are one of the people that actually goes to meet these people as well. Mm-hmm. Who's been your favorite? Ooh, it's a tough one. Mm. Um, you can pick a few so, for various reasons. I'll give you yeah. that. So me and Danny Trejo had a fantastic weekend together. Proper top guy. John Bainthall, even though he's was our sci-fi one, we mm. had a real bromance going. We went out to watch the boxing and everything together. Um, Bert Young, Uncle Paulie from Rocky. Not, again, not horrible. I took him to watch my friend box, yeah. and he sat in a booth with all my friends mm. from work, and all of the heads fell off, you know. <laughs> uh, they're, they're like memories that will never leave me. 
Yeah. You know, like Rob Perlman, great guy, you know. Um just yeah, um just, just so many, you know. Yeah. I mean I can imagine I mean it's it's I can imagine it's a pretty good feeling when you actually meet these people and they're actually sound. Yes. There's like a two percent which I'm not gonna say who. <laughs> but you know, you always get the odd bad one, you know, which lets yeah. things down. But we're lucky we're lucky as a horror horror fan because ninety nine percent of the horror guests are fantastic. And the horror community is quite open. A lot of these people are easily reachable on in Instagram, mm. Twitter, you name it. Yeah, I mean I um I did a review of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, not long ago. Mm-hmm. And I had the director liking my posts and the the, the 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 composer was liking my posts and like listening and they listened to it, I, I think. I mean I think they listened to it because the rating went down from a five star to a four and a half. But <laughs> but they, they do like you, you can actually get in touch with these people in horror compared to other genres. Yeah I've I've become friends with Craig who actually played Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I saw those pictures. Yeah, so we we had them on the show before the film came out, so we couldn't literally couldn't talk about the film. It was the maddest <laughs> interview we've ever done because we couldn't we couldn't talk about anything. It was weird. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that's weird. Like like me, I I like I said I couldn't be on your side. As soon as I know something, I'm like I have to tell everybody. Like yeah. even I, and when I we got to talking, I was I was we said we were going to speak. Um, the small circle of friends that know what for love of horror is. I'm going to speak to Neil. I'm going to speak to Neil next week. I'm speaking to Neil, and I got I couldn't help it. I had to tell everybody, so <laughs> I couldn't do what you do. No, oh, it's, it's hard. It's hard. NDAs are a horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, nah, just don't tell me. I will tell <laughs> someone. Um, but yeah, I mean, so for love of horror is come. It's in November. Yeah, so we had to swap it this year. It's always October, but this year, because we have Comic-Con Liverpool, mm. uh, we had to switch the dates around because the venue wasn't available just for this year. So it was the November 11th and 12th this year. Next year, it will be going back to mid-October. Perfect. I mean, you've got to do it in spooky season. Oh, yeah. And there's a little bit of a... Not really an exclusive, but I did speak to somebody about doing the makeup and costume shoot next year. Okay. And they said they're up for it if the dates work. Okay. So I'm literally already got 2024 on the brain. Brill. Uh, I mean, that's the thing I, like, what you were saying before about it's not that simple. You are planning a year ahead already. Yes. It takes that long. Um, well, I mean, I like I said, I'm going to be there. I'll probably be there for the whole weekend. Um, yeah, I've, I'm really looking forward to it. And I really appreciate you coming on and speaking to me. Neil, I really yeah. do appreciate that. Thanks for having me. It's no. um, just shout me when you see me running around everywhere. I'll give it a go. I'll look for the other shaved head beard guy. The one yes. other. Who's going fast on my 90 mile an hour everywhere? That's me. <laughs> I'll look for the steam trail. <laughs> That's I'll let you. Well, anyway, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I'll let you get on with your evening. Uh, well, right, yeah. Thanks for having me on. And uh, no. thanks for listening anyone, anyone that tunes in. Well, I'm sure they will. I mean, I know a lot of people that already know what want to hear what you've got to say. So thanks a lot, Thank Neil. You, you take care, buddy. Thanks. Bye. Bye.